What's going on, everybody? It's King Six One Seven back with a new series I'm doing. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to spotlight women who have their own businesses that were existing before COVID. And that's going to kind of be like the um, the arrangement of the questions will be based off of that. So this is a new thing I'm doing. I'm trying to just highlight some women in the area, if not the, if going from the area to the world, possibly. So we'll rock with this. And I'm proud to have this lady as my first guest. Siobhan from Attleboro. I'm going to let her introduce herself and let her break down what she does and what she promotes as her product. You can go ahead. Hi, John. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, when you initially messaged me, um, I wasn't sure what the theme was about. So this is an awesome topic to then be your first one to talk about it. So uh, my name is Siobhan McCann. Um, I'm over in North Attleboro. Um, I originally grew up in San Francisco and moved to Massachusetts in 2005. Uh, in 2014, I moved to Attleboro uh, from Quincy and wanted to meet new people, um, didn't really know anybody in the town and wanted to kind of have like a network, if that makes sense. Um, I was married at the time. Uh, my ex-husband was really boring. <laughs> and, uh, I, I really wanted to just kind of be part of a family, a bunch of misfits. Right. Yep. And um, so I happened to find Athena's. The only other direct sales company that was like that in the area was um, Candy Coated down in Atlanta. Now, hold on one second. You got to let people know what Athena's is. So Athena is, uh, we are um, an adult novelty home party company. So we do sex education. Um, we have toy parties at home, uh, bachelorette parties, um, couples parties. I've done kink parties, swing parties, swinger parties, <laughs> naked parties. Um, nothing shocks me anymore. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a providence. That's where all those parties are. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty wild out there. I've, we can we can go back and forth for some stories, but I'm gonna let you continue about how you got your start in your. You said you would start. You said it was at the Athena's part. Let's cut you off back. So I'm sorry about that. Oh no! Well, so I was a zookeeper for 20 years. Oh wow! And it's been like like Joe Exotic or um not that extreme. I don't look <laughs> as good in tight jeans and a hat, <laughs> but. Um, I have a lot of stories with that as well. And it was interesting integrating the two. And I knew I wasn't going to be doing zookeeping forever. And sure right. enough, um, my ex-husband's a zookeeper and we got divorced and it was just time to get out of the field. My mom was going through cancer and, um, I needed a backup as well. <laughs> I'm not college educated. So, right. um, me applying to places, they'd look at me like, no, you, you have no other experience. So, um, I'm really glad I did it. So I figured if I can sell vibrators, I could probably sell anything. <laughs> and I'd never been in sales before, but it was something that was always interesting to me. Right. Hello? Oh, yep. Sorry. Oh, okay. All right. so, so, yeah. So I joined in 2014 and uh, I've been with the company since. So, what, what like, what made you? get so far into it that like what drove you to do that like besides the um 
but like wanting to be a part of the need to like what you said the explanation to get into it, but what like really like fuse you want to go to where now you've done so much that you was oh, you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I was with my ex-husband for 10 years and I didn't mm. date before that. Um, I am very socially awkward. Um, people don't believe right. me when I okay. say that, but I'm socially awkward and um, I didn't have a lot of dating experience. And being with my, my ex and I, we met when I was 23 and he was 24. So I didn't even really know myself at the time, but I grew up yeah. in San Francisco. Right. So I was exposed to a lot when I was a kid. Um, and that was the norm. You know, when I moved out here, I was like, where are the gay clubs? Where are my drag queens? <laughs> you know, like I had no idea where anything was. And um, Yeah, it's a different world. It, it really was. And even the food was different. But I'm digressing. But right. um, my divorce that really is what set me free and I Mm -hmm. had an experience so on Facebook I'm the eggplant goddess and I kind of was given that by accident and three weeks after my ex-husband moved out I had to switch I don't know if you've ever had to switch your name off a Comcast account but it's it's a pain Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so the guy comes over And I'm thinking, he's going to be late. Let me just pull out my demo, clean some stuff, organize, whatever. And he comes over and he sees everything. And he turns beet red. He's just like, I got to go. So he left. (laughs) I still had issues with my on-demand. So another guy had to come over. Everything was put away. But the other guy was more of like a, I don't want to say a freak, but he was more open to things. (laughs) And he sees everything. And he's like, I recognize that. I know what that is. I know what that is. And uh, my eyes were bleeding just from crying so much, just because the situation with my divorce, my mom being sick, losing the house, everything. I was like, the last thing I need is to be hit on. But at the same time, when you're going through a dark time, you know, compliments are nice. You know, people tend to take advantage of you if you're in a bad situation. You know, you become vulnerable. So Mm -hmm. he saved he's talking about meeting up and whatnot and you know, he's going to hook me up with Comcast for free or whatever. And, uh, he saved my phone number to then send me dick pics. Can I say dick pics? Can I say, <laughs> yeah, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> so I would get, you can say whatever you I would want. get text messages at six in the morning from this guy who was over at my house. So wow. I got free cable for about three days and, um, <laughs> and then the pictures ended. So I guess, I don't know if you got caught, somebody reported them. I don't know. But so that's how maybe his wife found maybe, <laughs> and uh, I didn't know how many other people he was doing it to at the time. I was so naive as well, and um, so I just kind of got dubbed yeah. the eggplant goddess. And then once all once I got on the dating apps, um, I never felt attractive when I was with my ex husband, and I just felt like I looked mm-hmm. very different, or maybe I was a new face on the dating apps, and that's just kind of right, where right, it right. built. And people were messaging me like, "Wow, I'm really living." through your posts or I'm living vicariously through you or X, Y, and Z, you know? Um, And then I get that too. It's just, uh, to me, it's just normal. Like I'm sure for you, it's just normal. Like nothing is just surprising, I guess anymore. Yeah. We have, um, it's a certain aura that we have that gives us a drive to do this. Like what we call work is just fun Mm -hmm. to us. It's, it's, 
Like we've been through so much that we've seen it all, been through it all. Now we just use that as fuel to just keep moving. Absolutely. Some people can't do that. So like if you like if I see someone struggling, I'm like, yo, why are you sad? You should be using that fuel to get through your situation. But not everyone's built like that. Mm-hmm. We are built differently. Like it's a different type of like some people approach a small business and be like, oh, you don't get you don't get money up front. Nah, so I'm not doing mm-hmm. that. Oh, if you want to really work for yourself, you have to do it this way. Like you have to grind it out and then you have to let your experiences be your few. Like you have to do it, do it right. You have to. That's great. that's the interesting thing with COVID because I almost feel guilty saying that COVID's been a blessing for me. Because mm-hmm. I was working a part-time job. So when I was looking for a house about a year ago, two years ago, um, the bank had told me that I looked like a drug dealer because of my <laughs> income coming in on my square report. Right, yeah. They needed like a paper trail. And they're like, do vibrators really do well? And I was like, yes, clearly you need one. So uh, <laughs> I picked up a part-time job and that took up a lot of my time. Um and still doing Athena's, but just kind of staying active to still be contracted. And I couldn't juggle either of them. I was burning myself mm. out. I was working 50, 60 hours a week between both jobs. And one morning, it was March 14th, um, I had to go ship orders to the post office. I didn't tell my boyfriend. He was asleep. Um, I snuck out of the house, went to the post office. And sure enough, I fainted. And uh, I almost had a heart attack. So I uh, was sent to the hospital. I had to worry about my car because it was parked on a city street for 15 minutes, parking, whatever. And I said to myself, I need to do something different. I I can't keep doing this. So by April 1st, I switched gears to do Athena's full time. And it's been, it's been very, I'm very grateful that I've had that. And I'm very grateful for people who support me or want to help, you know, and I went from doing a $900 month in our busiest holiday season for Valentine's to now doing over $5,000 a month in sales. That's great. I love to hear that. It's, it's just been a blessing. I, I don't know how else to describe it. I'm home with my cats. My boyfriend is now back to work. He's working grave shift. And honestly, had we not had that time together during COVID, we probably would have broken up. And I don't know. I don't know. Life is just funny like that. So I'm hearing stories of people being upset and sad and scattered and not focused. It's just a matter of buckling down and yeah. Writing yeah. out your list of what's got to be done today. If it's getting a shower, take a shower. If it's, mm-hmm. you know, little things. If you have to vacuum the car, go do go vacuum the car. You'll feel so much better after. And not complaining every yeah. two seconds. People complain about everything. It's just, it's like, it's insane. Like, well, like, well we're you friends. can easily. <laughs> We're friends huh? on Facebook, and if I'm having a bad day, like, I have debilitating periods, so if I have really bad cramps or not feeling well, if I'm nauseous, I just stay off of social media. But there's people who forget that people take screenshots or that they follow you, and if you're negative all the time, they're not going to want to follow you. And people also don't understand, like, now Facebook makes you use your real name. When employers look you up, mm-hmm. they go to social media. If you're on there talking about your last six employers, you're not getting a job. If you're on there talking about coworkers from work, you're not getting a job. 
<laughs> like I don't think people understand this. Like then with the um also with it, you have the baby, the, the parents who are bickering back and forth. At any time, either parent can go to court and say, "Hey, this is defamation of character." Boom, boom, boom. This is this is all a whole another, yep. whole another conversation. <laughs> we can get yep. that would be forever. And you know, and I can get lost in a comment wormhole for forty five mm-hmm. and just shake my head the whole time, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm just glad it's not me, you know. I, I go on there sometimes, just scroll and laugh because I'm just like, these people are crazy. Like, how do you wake up hating somebody so much? That person sees this and laughs because they don't move on with their life. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep it moving. Well, that's the thing. And I don't take anything personally either. Me either. So you just have to you just have to be funny and just go with it. You know, I have a really tough skin anyway, and you really have to be for this business. Um because yeah. especially like on the dating apps or for I mean, I in the beginning would tell people like what I did for work. And in 2018, I was on the testing committee. So I didn't have a penis, so I put it on my dating apps. I would need to borrow somebody's penis. I get hit up all the time um, to give reviews on these products. And then they would go into the catalog or the website or whatever, and I'd have to give Mm -hmm. a full report. So, yeah, I I have a lot of stories. (laughs) Yeah. I'll have to figure out how to break those down one day. Let me ask you something real quick. How does, um, does now with your business... Do you think social media helps or hurts you? Now, I say this by, also, we've had conversations about the blocking on certain sites because of what you have. Yes. So I've taken... What do you feel? Is, go ahead, yeah. Go I've ahead. taken your advice in regards to, like, the interactive posts and posting publicly. I try mm-hmm. not to post the vibrators online because Facebook will probably flag it. And They're super sensitive now. They yeah. are. And... I mean, you know, when you're in Facebook jail, it affects your notifications. Yep. You have to start from scratch all over again. Um, yep. You just have to keep rebuilding. So it's like I'd rather stay away from that. But then I find that if I post on Instagram, I get a totally different crowd. I get like the spams for the porn accounts, the camp right. girls, foot fetishes. So Instagram doesn't really work for me. I wish it did. Um, but then I also synced up my dating apps with Snapchat. So I had a big Snapchat following for a while. I had maybe four or 500 followers. I don't know if that's big, but for me, it was nonstop. But once I met someone that had to end. It's better than having zero. Yeah. So that's kind of taken a back seat. But Facebook is what I use the most. I still think, we're gonna have to, like I said, one day we're going to have to just sit and talk about the social media. But I still think you should very, very look, look highly into Twitter. Mm-hmm. Because they allow everything, and also look into doing OnlyFans. Because you have like some of the contests you want to do, you can put all that content on your OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. It's making a killing out here. Because I was thinking of a doing like a demo presentation on OnlyFans, where people could find me, and I'm just doing like talks about the different toys. Because when you go into like a Spencer's or anything yeah. or anything like that. You don't really get the breakdown how everything works. So I was thinking of doing my own channel, even like demoing the toys. If my boyfriend just wanted to have his penis out and I could show it and chart, <laughs> like, you know, people can pay for that. Um, it's just, I, I don't know yet. Cause I was asked a while ago to cam 
And I think it's just my, part of my shyness and awkwardness that I just never put myself out there like that. But you don't have to show your face, though. Yeah, uh, I mean that it wasn't that so much. And it's not also can it's not also just cam only fans. It's pictures too. It's um videos and pictures. It's set up like basically like if you know how when you go to your Facebook page, <laughs> it's kind of set up just like that. I think you can have a status message or some shit. It's fa- it's just basically the same thing, but you can just put anything you want on it type of deal. So I think what you should do is just advice. Try to look at the template of the um OnlyFans and see what you could add to those things if it could benefit you that mm. way. And if you, if you think you you know what I'm saying like that way, look at it kind of like that way too. But I think for you to get all your product out without having any censorship, OnlyFans and Twitter would be the best way to go. Because I've tried Twitter, but I think I tried Twitter when I just started out and I didn't know how right, to use right. it. And now I went from having maybe mm. 50 Facebook friends to almost 2,000. So it's like. And some people on Facebook may not want to like or share certain posts because they don't want their friends. Right. right. So, yeah, I do need to get out of my comfort zone with that. So I think you're right. It's just with Twitter, I just couldn't understand. Like, how I didn't understand how to not cross post, if that makes sense. Still be original and have different content. Um, so maybe I just need to. Across all, so oh, I got you. Mean you want to have different content across all platforms? Yeah, so not that it's the I same post every single time, but you know, I got you. Some people who use Twitter probably aren't on Facebook, so I'm probably missing a whole demographic of people. Yeah, a lot of people aren't on Facebook. They hate Facebook. I find that people from the age of like 19 to 27 don't even use Facebook. They're on Reddit. They're on um, Instagram. Right, Reddit's good too. Mm-hmm. Reddit's good too. Mm-hmm. Reddit's good. Like I said, Reddit, Twitter, OnlyFans. You should be. There's a few more spots. I'll send you the um. I send you all the links and stuff, the names and stuff. But there's a few spots that you could be without having to worry about the um, the um, the blocking of the content. ramifications. Yeah, you know the Facebook police. Ask you another question. Sure. Now, when it comes to relationships, do you think sex toys are a plus or a minus? It depends on the person. Um, I find that a lot of the anal toys that I show or sell, mm. they're for men. And it enhances what? orgasm. Um, I'm a top. So a friend of mine... I'm not into that, I'm not into that prison practice. <laughs> a friend of mine, he says that I'm a gay man in a female's body. I just, I love butts. And uh, so for me to explain a prostate orgasm to someone who's never had one before, um, they get excited or it's something that they want to try. Um, some guys are like, absolutely not. I don't want to try. And that's okay too. That's not a deal breaker. Um, I find that I've had a couple of Athena's babies so that uh, couples have purchased items to then have, um, conceived from it. Um, I have helped sex lives. I've had couples break up. Or I've had couples, you know, somebody broke a toy or they were upset that toys were being used or, um, (laughs) but I find, again, people in their twenties are a lot more curious. Um, and I could be wrong, but that's my age demographic is like college age. Yeah. I found that they're more fluid, you know, they're more open to things. It's it's insane. Some of the stuff I'll be seeing, I'm like, this is like, Hey. You can't say nothing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Just look and keep going. Just don't tell my mom. She doesn't need to know. (laughs) (laughs) What is your most popular sex book? Um, There's a few. It's, um, so there's one that's called The Celebrator, and that's kind of like an Athena's classic. If you've been to an Athena's party in the last 20 years, that's kind of like our staple. Uh, It's an oscillator that looks like a toothbrush. I got told not to show up. I was, I always knew there was them popping, but I was told not to. It wasn't going to be for me. So, so oh. Um, I've been all the women. I, didn't, I never knew that guys can do. Yeah. So with Athena's, men are allowed to attend. Um, there are other companies that don't allow men to be present, which is unfortunate, because uh, that affects the trans community. It affects men. Uh, I mean, I find that at couples parties, men like the extra education. Or they want to know how to please their women. Because some women may not even be vocal mm-hmm. in what they like or how to even express Thank it. You. So it's on both ends. So mm-hmm. I, you know, it can go either way. I don't know if there's a right answer for that. But I'm always happy to help if they have that question. Because I had someone who messaged me and they were embarrassed to talk about a yeast infection. They hadn't had one before. They didn't know what the symptoms were. They automatically assumed mm-hmm. it was gonorrhea without even being tested. You know, they just kind of went, they went off the wall with it. Right, right. So, right, right. again, to me, it's just a normal conversation. Other people, it's still hard to talk about, and I find that unfortunate. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the level of maturity, mm-hmm. too. I think it's also, I'm going to say this, I say this, I hope I don't offend anybody, but these parents got to stop just sending their kids out the house at 18. You have to get them ready for the world. Like, you have to get them ready for the world before you send them out. Mm-hmm. And things like this don't happen. It, There's not all this broken stuff. I didn't have that conversation with my parents. I was 10 years old when I got in my period. And I didn't know how to bring it up. I didn't know what to say. I was just in excruciating pain. And it was just like, what is this? You know? So... But did you know what it was before you left the house, though? Um, I moved out. So I, I was a late bloomer. I moved out when I was 23. <laughs> yeah, so you see, so you're good. Like, there's no, no, there's no age limit on it. When you're ready to leave, you leave. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm saying, like, you had some type of sense of the world before you left, though, right? Yeah, I grew up very urban yeah. and very hustle and bustle. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, some people don't have that sense. Don't they don't get that because they've just so like their parents for eighteen years, like just go, go, go at eighteen. Mm-hmm. They send them out. These kids have no idea how to even be be nice. You know what I mean? Like or even have any respect or anything. And it is and you get all these which leads into where we was coming back to lack of communication to where they could ask us for advice and stuff like that. You know Because I, mean? mm-hmm. I didn't I mean again, I didn't go to school. I started working when I was fourteen. So yeah, I worked early for me, too. So I find that people who go right to college have a different life experience than, mm-hmm. you know, me mm-hmm. trying to take the bus home at 10 o'clock at night from work and hoping nothing happens in that time frame. <laughs> exactly. 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 Yeah, definitely know that is. Definitely. Um, what do you think the future of sex toys would be? Or what is your future? Hold on. Let me. I'm thinking confusing the question. Sorry. Sorry. All right, what do you think the future of sex toys is? 
the, the industry? Like, where do you think it's going to go? You think it's going to keep staying the same or you think it's going to end up being a whole other thing? Coming? Um, I'm finding that. So I get a lot of messages and I'm not knocking this company. I get a lot of messages for Bluetooth toys and Bluetooth toys, they uh, connect with your Bluetooth. However, they store your information. So there was a lawsuit with WeVibe maybe about two or three years ago where they were taking people's information without permission. And their point was, Oh wow. You signed up for the app. You're agreeing to <laughs> having us have all this access. So it was back and forth. I think they ended up doing a settlement. Um, so I warn people, wow. you know, I'm not one to like say this company is shit, that company is shit, this product. Is shit. Yeah, it's just, I like to educate people. So mm-hmm. my favorite may not be, their favorite or their favorite may not be my favorite. So I find that people are really into technology. So like the remote controlled vibes are really popular. Um, people like to have that control uh, or lose control, if you will. Um, I've been seeing these realistic sex dolls that are crazy. They talk or they bend or, you know, you can buy clothes. They're insane. Um, so in the next... They build like women now they got bbw mm-hmm. sex dolls i'm like what yep. the hell I can grip them <laughs> i know <laughs> uh, i just you know it's interesting i think so with covid we got we were one of the companies that stayed open we had enough inventory mm-hmm. to stay open and a lot of manufacturers in california had to close and they couldn't be in their offices they couldn't ship out toys when China had closed, there was a lot of products sitting on crates that couldn't get shipped over. Customs was closed. So that in plastic bottles, there was a shortage. Um, pumps, there was a shortage. It's just been a really weird time. So had yeah. we not had COVID, I think it would be a different answer. But now that we've had COVID, I think there's going to be more technological savvy items, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like more, um, maybe some. I don't know. It's just, it's just a weird time. I think it's gonna be a lot of hands-on, remote stuff. Like, like you said, um, it's on, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm trying to explain. There's a movie. It's called um, Bruce Willis was in it. Oh, I forget the name of it, but they had the dudes like you would sit in a chair and you have the head thing on and the face thing on. And you'll be simulating sex with people. I think it will get to there, but not like not that rapidly. But I think that's where we'll probably end up at. I don't think I've heard with of it. Them. It's I gotta find. I'll send you the link. It's a, it's get the movie. You have blonde hair in the movie for some reason. Or what was the but, movie um, with Scarlett Johansson and Joaquin Phoenix when she's like an artificial intelligence and they have phone sex, but she's not a real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah that type of deal too. Yep, that way too. I don't know. I think I'm just glad I had like I haven't thought about it and I'm like pretty soon there'll be no one, no male will have had sex with a girl with a with a regular body anymore. Mm. And then you're gonna get to the generation where no one had sex with a real girl anymore. You get to the generation where it's like what the hell is sex? <laughs> it's all high in silicone. Because I find um people may not be I don't know if you're actively dating right now. If I was still single, I probably wouldn't be dating. So I would rely heavily more on toys and products. Um, I think this is my thing right here. Right, right there, I'm going to say this too. It's COVID season. 
if you're dating, stick to one or two people at the most. A few people are going from person to person to person to person to person to person to person, not knowing where these people been, who don't know where those people been, who don't know where those people been. Relax. Mm-hmm. Get a toy from her and do what you gotta do. I find like, continue what you're gonna say. Well, like I find people don't even like to wear condoms, let alone this extra protection that we may need to do with intimacy. I was reading an article not too long ago that they're finding COVID in semen in men who um, were considered negative. So it's being stored in their semen. So then I'm wondering, is that gonna affect is that gonna affect being able to conceive? Is that gonna affect Right. Sperm count is that going to affect? Like, I don't think people are thinking of like right, long term. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. And I know that there's people out there that think that COVID's a big hoax anyway. But that's a whole other. I just I find that I did yeah. a poll on my Snapchat, and I'd asked, mm-hmm. "Do you use condoms?" And I wrote down the numbers. It was like a hundred people had responded, and the oldest person was 32, and only four of those people had said yes, they use condoms and that they felt comfortable purchasing those condoms. And I find that if you're not exclusive, you have to assume that that person is dating other people and they're not thinking of the other person or being... And men... um, Let's say if you contract a yeast infection or uh, chlamydia, you may not necessarily... like You identifying as a man, you may not necessarily know the symptoms. You may not even have symptoms right. or even know that you're carrying. Right, right. I may not even know that I'm a carrier. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Like I, I, me personally, if I was single right now, I, I'd be like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> it's, it's that. And it's like, it's, I'm good. Like, it's just, people just don't think no more. It's just like you're not. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It's a, that's a whole nother. Just not being smart with dating. Period is a whole other situation. It's very. But wiping's uh, impulsive. Just, the the sex and the hookups are impulsive. The assuming everything couple, is now. Yeah, it's just no. Like I remember when. I sound old as hell when I say this. Like people always laugh when I say that. I sound. Old as hell. I remember when you could literally have to, like, you would literally take time to get to know somebody, mm-hmm. and that person would stop and get to know you. You'd have to think like, oh man, she with somebody else, she with somebody else, or he's with somebody else, she with somebody else. But now it's like you can't even. You have to satisfy somebody within ten minutes, or else they're gone. So mm-hmm. this person's like, you got to be careful now. You have to be Absolutely. careful. People move so fast. You could be in a full relationship and she could be seeing 10 people. He could be seeing 10 people and you won't mm-hmm. know. It's crazy. Now. Well, I find that I had a train of thought. I find that it's just a different time, like with dating apps. Because, yeah. you know, when I was a kid, I think only just Match or eHarmony maybe was around. But the swiping, and it's kind of like if you don't fit that persona in that 10 minutes, then they're mm-hmm. over you. Mm-hmm. Or and it's like dick culture. Yeah. It's just they're trying to be the best, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you don't know who's really living that life. People, there's filters, there's all types of editing apps, all types of stuff. You see people in life, and you walk right by them, you don't know who they really are. It's like you. Gotta, One of the big reasons <laughs> why I stopped dating because I took two years off um, before I met my boyfriend, mm-hmm. and I had met up with two guys. They 
seemed cool. They were, you know, easy to talk to. We met up a couple times to then find out they were both uh, registered sex offenders. So that... Is that all here? Uh, one is in Taunton, one is in uh, Coventry. You know what's crazy is I did the... um I, I downloaded the app one day mm-hmm. and i never seen that, uh, that, that shit like... You know how when you get an app and it says this will be the color for what's like represented by these people? Basically, basically from like tip of the cape all the way over was just like covered. I was like, "What the <laughs> hell? What is going on out here?" Like, this is crazy. You have to like, do back yeah, checks crazy now. You have to. You have to. It's crazy out here. You never know what a man goes to jail for just because he say he did drugs. He did drugs. That doesn't mean he did that mm-hmm. shit. You really got to background check these dudes out here and these females yeah, absolutely. too. Absolutely, it's both ends. Um, I. I had a wake up call because I had no problem going to guys' mm-hmm. houses or meeting up within the hour right. of talking. And I said, I, right, right. It. I was like, I've been lucky twice. Let me just cut it quick now. And, um, yeah. some people aren't that lucky, unfortunately, you know? Yeah. I'm, when I moved out here, I was out here um, by myself. Like I didn't know anybody out here except for the person I had ended up staying with. And she ended up like taking off to Florida out the blue type of deal. So, or for me to get to know people, like I don't really like, like I have male friends I've known from like birth. Those are my boys. That's it. I don't really make new male friends like that. But I love the company of women. So I was on the dating apps doing all that. And that's why I learned, like, yo, this is a whole other world. Like, it was a whole other world because when I, I had ended up leaving to go down to Atlanta, when I came back up, it was like a time warp. Like. The internet blew up so fast, and people were starting to like really. Ca- it started catching to where it started boosting people's egos and stuff. I just knew like this is insane. Like I'm meeting people, and they're like saying one thing, and then when they get in front of me, they're a whole mm-hmm. other person. I'm like, who? Like, where does this happen? Like, who does stuff mm-hmm. like this? Like, this is not real. Or they and that's the example of reality. Face shots, or um, I've all headshots. Yep. I don't care how you look. If This is the thing, too. You're a female. If I see you're confident in you, that makes me want to approach you. If you're taking headshots, 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 that means you're not confident in mm-hmm. yourself. That means that you're going to have an issue with something. This also comes from my experience with being with people, too. Like, you kind of can read people when they when they post certain shit. Like, it's like, all right, cool, I know you. Yeah. Well, I'm going to still dive in and see, even though I know what kind of might be the problem, but Oh no! It's it's, it's these these conversations. I can go on for days. <laughs> I'm trying not to. <laughs> keep trying to stop myself, so I keep stumbling my words. Keep trying to stop myself. So let's get back on the topic. All right. So in the future, do you see you having your own toy line, or what do you see? Do you see like expansions having like I don't know how Athena's works. Do you guys have? Do can you? Is, is it like having more people under you, the same equivalent as you have like more stores? So- uh, that like the same type we're of a direct sales company or a multi-level right. company, MLMs, and they get a lot of heat. So there's MLMs and then there's pyramid schemes. So with a pyramid scheme, yeah. you have to recruit in order to make a commission. If right. somebody buys shampoo, conditioner, lotion, and a vibrator, I get commission. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have a team for commission. But... Um, I have a team of 23, 24, 
and from across the country, from California to uh, Rhode cool. Island. And I really like being there for them and helping them build their confidence, build their businesses, seeing them grow. Um, That's the spirit. Yeah. And I, I'm just happy that I could do that for them. And so we do the home parties. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have storefronts. There used to be a storefront in Woonsocket. Um, but real quick before you keep yes. going real quick let me stop you real quick remember, remember where you're at so you are basically what would be like the main store and everyone else is like your chains like your your understores kind of so we have an upline and a downline um, but not not, a, not an actual store correct though. so you can well before right, right, COVID right. you could go to the home office in Woonsocket it's on Social Street or it's off mm-hmm. Social Street and do like a a discreet or personal shopping experience. You can't just go in and then you see like edible. No, 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 no. I think you're taking the store wrong. Basically what I'm saying is store wrong. You're like the base and you're your main base and the people under you are like their own bases. Yes, so we're all self-contracted. Right, but you're the top of the base, right? Um, I don't know how to answer that because I have a team lead and she has a team lead and then that team. So there's one woman who owns the company and we all kind of trickle down off her. I got, I got you. I got you. I got you. Don't worry about that. I'll, um, I'll ask you that uh, off air. That, I, I had to think about that. I can always do like a diagram I thought about too. That. <laughs> I thought about that. Uh, you were saying, um, but like in re- your own, your own toy line. We'll get um, to that part. So, per my contract... Sorry for the no, confusion. No, no. I think I just confused I just wasn't you. sure if I was answering it correctly. Um, per my contract... You're good. Let's You're say good. I wanted to do my own thing. I would need to wait a year. Um, is okay. that in my future? I, I don't know. Because I, I like to plan, but I'm kind of like next day planning. If somebody were to ask me, right, where yep. am I going to be in mm-hmm. five years? I, you know, I didn't even think I was going to be in Massachusetts for 15 years, let alone... You know, I figured I'd be out here for a couple. Um, I think I'd be in Rhode Island for seven. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kink clubs. It's, uh, nah, it's the clubs. Um, but I just, you know, I don't know. In a year's time, um, you know, I am, I, I do really like working from home and working for myself. So I've learned a lot right. about that the last few months. Um, and mm-hmm. I would like to build that into something else. Um, in regards to like movement in the company, there isn't really anything like that. Like, you know, when you're at a restaurant and you start as like a dishwasher or busser, or you can, you up, can yeah. then be a bartender or CEO. Oh, okay. It's okay. I really like yeah, that I got you. with this. Um, it's just a matter of how much you want to work for your own success. Gotcha. So for... Down the line, I'm not sure, but I'm happy mm-hmm. with where I'm at right now. Well, I hope that you get to the point where you have your own line. I think when you have your own line, you experience a freedom that's never been felt before. There's a lot of you probably won't even com- you won't even talk to people like me after that. Well, I just uh, <laughs> I really like helping people, so I thought about maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have complex PTSD. So I thought about, do mm-hmm. I want to go into psychology or do I want to be um, presenter, motivational speaker, advocate? Um, I don't know. It's weird. 
you can teach yeah. too because you 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 know how to start your own business and be successful. That's a teaching teaching attribute also. Because I just uh, once leaving the zoo field, I didn't know what I was gonna do, um, mm. and that was my identity. To still trying, I mean, I'm 39, so it's really weird switching careers. Um, I knew what I wanted to do at a younger age. It's just interesting how right. it's evolved. What I really wanted to do was present at sororities, colleges, um, classes and whatnot. And I was trying to get that scheduled and then sure enough, COVID hit. So, but that's who I like to work with. Because when I talk about, I find that, um, are you and I the same age? Yeah, I'm a year so, old. So growing up in San Francisco, we had AIDS pandemic. And I find that, People who are in their 20s aren't really going to know how that was. So I don't like scaring people, <laughs> but I like letting them know. You're gonna, they don't understand. <laughs> if you're going to date and not wear condoms, this is a thing, you know. My, my son's 12, and I just look at him like, you don't have any idea what you're about to get mm-hmm. to. <laughs> like, the world is dead. Like, I, I'm, our age, we survived everything from tape decks to, to phones from pay phones mm-hmm. to no phones, rotary phones to sell like Dangerous. everything like we went through. Yeah. If you were born at like exactly around that 80 period, you've really transitioned to a lot of stuff in life mm-hmm. that the kids now won't have any idea what to even think about. It. It's all in history. I remember not having access to the internet. Like the internet was out there. I, mm-hmm. I didn't have the internet until maybe 2001. Yeah. You know? when, that, when you had, no one could use the phone if you was on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the way for the disc in the mail from AOL to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> my mom needed the phone and I'm trying to like in yeah. to my Hotmail account. <laughs> <laughs> trying to see what's going on on Black Planet. <laughs> yeah. the, oh, the chats. Do you remember the, the chat lines? Yeah, chat lines, aim, all that, man. Like, I was such a beast. Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, I was such a beast, so I could say. <laughs> I have no energy, so <laughs> you're better than me. I, I couldn't, like, I had that, that urge. Like, you got that urge in you, you're going to take care of that urge no matter how you do it. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, it's a way to get females, I'm going at it. <laughs> But I think that men too, because I find that as you get older, you're still in your prime, you know, whereas with me, I'm probably going to be hitting menopause soon. So I need help, if that makes sense. Like I'll need, I'll need um, an additional boost to kind of help with that. Whereas in my twenties, it it was nonstop, you know, um, it's just interesting how you age, like how your body just changes. So, because my boy, only don't. Oh, Sorry. he's twenty four, and he works grave shift, so he's used to being up what? all hours of the night. And I'm just like, can I just sleep? You're, <laughs> you're a cougar, cougar. <laughs> so, but he's an old soul. So I initially thought he was older. I thought he was maybe twenty nine, thirty. So when I heard he was twenty four, I was worried about moms, and I was like, is she gonna be okay? With the two of us hanging out, and she's totally fine with it. So, both of our mothers. Mean at his age. 
Yeah. I was a beast. I was 18 with 40 year olds. I was a beast. <laughs> 19. I think that was 19. The girl was like with a woman. <laughs> it was like 36. My mother had to like, yeah, she used to get on the phone. Stop calling my son. It was so Because <laughs> they was older than her. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I ain't doing that. I just talk to them. I find that there's like a double standard almost that it's okay for younger men to be with older women, but like older women shouldn't be with younger men. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I found that I got a lot. It sounds weird, right? But it's the same thing. Uh, It is. And I got a little bit of heat when people found out like our age difference, but it works. Um, And he's legal. You know, we're both adults. Um, and mm-hmm. this is the longest relationship I've had since my marriage because it turned out the guys that I was interested in prior that they weren't a match. It didn't, you know, they always crashed and burned. And also, it's your house, your love, y'all's love. Who cares? Right? Mm-hmm. Else. Yeah. As long as he's not still with a backpack in the morning at the school bus, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> You're good. If he's not bringing home um those book buying things, you're yeah. good. You're good. You straight. You know what I mean? Like however y'all do in your house, that's what you do in your house, man. People are too judgmental these days. You gotta just let people live how they're gonna live. As long as people aren't being abusive and, and doing stupid stuff <laughs> like that, that's one thing. But when it's just coming to people just living their life and you know that he's treating you well, you can't say nothing. That's what you want. Who know you know, whatever happens, happens. I say yeah. here. People are weird. Too judgmental for no reason. But we're gonna um see. Do you got any advice for anybody? The females, the men. What do you? Any advice when it comes to toys, sex, um, anything? Ask questions. Um, confidential. Like I don't tag people in posts that their butt plugs ready. Um, I don't shame people. I'm not judgmental. So I really just like. No, I mean, like, do you have like? If you use a toy, you're supposed to, like, you know, well, like, you're supposed to use the right stuff saying, and stuff like that, like, anything like that to give the people? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying, like, to to ask the questions. Like, some women believe that they can't ejaculate or squirt. Um, oh, wow. I have a tilted uterus. So, for me, my G-spot was in the way. So, it was a matter of training myself, figuring out where it is. Um, it wasn't until I dated somebody whose penis turned left. I just had to go right. So, and it worked. And I didn't realize that I just, what? <laughs> I just needed a different shape, basically. Okay. I, I got it. Um... <laughs> so, some women think that they're broken because they can't do that. And that's not the case. Um, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm still. All right. So. <laughs> Where do I need to rewind? <laughs> Space, so the the cur- the turning and all that stuff matters? Yeah, so if he had a crooked penis... I'm very straightforward. If he had a crooked penis... And I've had no problem making every single woman hit that spot. Yep. Is that because they've all been the same way? Um, No, it's just... It's, it's positioning. It's the partner. It's them. Because um, I feel a lot of women don't like that orgasm because they feel like they have to pee. And then they're embarrassed because if they think or they don't have that orgasm. Um, But some men are very visual. I mean, a lot of people are very visual and they kind of want, they want to see that. They don't want you to hold back. 
Uh, I want to see everything. Yeah. I don't like being held back. That's the thing. And you may not care if she missed a spot shaving her knee. Or I have I give zero fuck. Yeah, exactly. I don't even care about selfie filters. I don't care about filters. I don't care about that. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. And I think conversation is everything. It is. And and that's why I say just have the open floor of the questions. If somebody comes into the ordering room with me at a home party and says, This is what I want, and I'll say to them, What are you trying to achieve? Because they'll look at one toy and they think that has mm-hmm. an idea of what it does, but it's not mm-hmm. their goal. And I don't want them to purchase something that they're not happy with. You know, I want it. And also they might they might hear something from a friend that might work for the friend, but not work for them too, right? Right. Yeah. Insane. How many people show up to these parties? The biggest party I've done was 45 people. And that was a sorority party at BU. Jesus. Oh, oh man. Um, and then the... <laughs> So you said swinger parties too? Yeah, I got asked to do a swinger party and they in Connecticut and they had asked if I wanted to stay for the after party. And I, I'm not open, if that makes sense. Um, I'm monogamous. Okay, so the swinger party wasn't the part I'm thinking about. Then. The after party must have been the part yes. I'm thinking about. So they wanted me to hang out. I'm like, how do you can how do you orchestrate a swinger party? You just like telling people where to go. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, so you know, all right. So I kind of giggle at this, but Rhode Island, the staple is the pineapple, right? When you go into Atwell's Ave mm-hmm. or the gates right there, um, pineapples are the staples. Pineapple is mm-hmm. also a swinger staple as well. So if you mm-hmm. see people wearing, like, let's say if they're wearing the charm bracelets with pineapples on them, or if you see a guy wearing like a pineapple t-shirt, it could be an accident, but that's usually code for I'm open. I swing. I attend these clubs. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like this underground thing. Wow. Yeah, we got to talk about that. <laughs> I know somebody with a, with a charm bracelet. I need to need them just dissected, and it's not from it's not from that place that they all go to either. Um, and in Massachusetts, they're illegal. So people tend to go to New Hampshire or Rhode Island to meet. Atlanta had a lot of them. Mm. Georgia? Oh, my God. Like, there was a house, like, right next door to mine. And you're just, like, Jesus. banging on the wall, telling them it's 3 in the morning to keep it down. And <laughs> No, nah, I'm trying to see who's going in and coming out so I could <laughs> shoot my shot. <laughs> like, hey, lady, I see you walking your dog. I seen you over there the other night. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's a different world down there, though. It's, it's nice all the time, so people are doing crazy stuff. Like, if you go outside at 4 in the morning, just go outside in your porch. You'll see people running back and forth, mm-hmm. house to house. The whole different world. Even out here, you go, you go outside, and you're like, "Oh wow, I didn't even know y'all talk to each other." Mm-hmm. And they're very nice people. You stay away from y'all. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. nice people. They just keep it. They just keep it low. You know what I mean? But uh, you see subtle things, or like if you go to certain restaurants, you know, if they put the keys on the bar. Or um, like the truck stops, even if you jingle your keys, somebody will come out. Or like little subtleties. Oh yeah, we gotta have, yeah we gotta have a definitely conversation. <laughs> I need to know some, I need to know make sure I'm getting any type of situations. All right, so let the people know where to find you, how to get in touch with you, how to contact. Sure. Um. So Siobhan McCann, and it's S I O B H A N. M-C-C-A-N-N. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Eggplant Goddess or Siobhan McCann. Uh, I'm 
goddess Siobhan M on Snapchat and Instagram uh, or www.athenashn.com slash 7918 is my link. And I'll work on Twitter. I wanted to do like a blog, uh, write a book, stuff like that. But I don't even know where to begin with all that. So Twitter. We'll get it. We'll get it. All right. Twitter's a good start. Okay. Don't worry, we'll, we'll talk about all that off there. I'll get you. I'll get you started. Get you started. <laughs> all right. So, um, did the social anything? Else? All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad we got this done. This is the first of many. I think we have a few more conversations to have. No, I appreciate this you doing is, um, this. You're welcome. I didn't want to tell you what the thing was until you got on the air. <laughs> I'm not telling anybody why I'm reaching out to them to grab. I'm just like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm reaching out to women for a reason for this. And that's why to make sure I want to see how they're doing with their businesses. And I want to make sure they were pre-established before COVID. And then can I... Because I see some people starting businesses during COVID mm-hmm. just to get the quick buck and go. Go ahead. Can I ask, so, because I can't see myself on social media, with you viewing my profile, do you see a change or do you see... That girl's successful. Do you see, I guess, what was your motivation for reaching out? Because I, I, when you mentioned women in business before COVID, I was, holy shit, like, thank you. Like, I, I didn't realize it was a feature mm-hmm. for that. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. It's like just, I see, the thing is, too, is like I'm online. And when I'm online, I do a lot of research. And I'm also looking at people, scouting them to see who to do business with. So I give people a time frame. I say, all right, cool. I've, I've spoken to this person or seen them since this time, and I watch. Like, all right, cool. You don't say nothing negative about customers. That's one thing that started. Always on point with the business. Another thing that started. I just seen, like, during COVID, you stayed on it. Stayed on it. All right, cool. I got to reach out to her first. Reach out to you. I watch everything. I just don't say nothing. I'm the same. I'm very introverted. So I'm observant Mm -hmm. and I don't react right away either. So if somebody's posting something foolish on my page, I'll just look at it and then decide like how I want to proceed with it. I'll either delete the thing. I'll roast him back. I'll, you know, I just try to keep it funny and positive. Yeah. Know what y'all got to do. I got to subscribe, add her. If you heard, if you add her from the show, make sure you tell her you're from the show. Um, she's not gonna give you no discount up for free. Yeah, we're letting you know that now. Oh. <laughs> My cats need cat food. 